Oh yeah, it's time to break it down with Rita. I'm Rita, and this is my first Break It Down episode. One thing that I see time and time again is that when it comes to taking action in your business, there is an awful lot of panic and not enough disco. That happens because there are so many ways to do so many things, and if you aren't intentional with your action, you'll find yourself in this never-ending loop of doing the hustle. And the hustle, that is so old school. So today, I'm gonna give you step-by-step instructions on how to turn your journaling into profit. And that's a promise. So get ready to get your groove on because here's the skinny on how to journal to get more clients, make more money, and have more fun. Welcome to the Rita Made Me Do It show and to my very first Break It Down with Rita episode. You know, so many people out there tell you what to do in your business, and they even tell you why, why it's important, but they're not telling you how to do it. Or if they are telling you how, they're not giving you all of the information or clear enough information for you to go and do it right then in a way that helps you realize results right away. And so in these Break It Down with Rita episodes, I take a concept or a strategy and I give you step by step instructions on doing it so that you can implement them today. So it's going to be a little bit of why and a whole lot of how. And these episodes are designed to be focused and short so that you can get into action because we all know it's action that ultimately creates results. So today I am breaking down for you how I turn my journaling into profit so that you can too. I mean, you hear about journaling everywhere, everywhere you turn around, every personal development book, every business self-help book, every Facebook post. Journaling is important. Just pull out your journal and improve your mindset. Pull out your journal and get more clients. (laughs) Pull out your journal and make more money. And it's like, but how? How does journaling get me all of those things? And Rita, is journaling really more important than tangible strategy? Is journaling really going to get me more than direct outreach or networking or doing a Facebook ad or hopping on a Facebook Live? And and if it is, Rita, if journaling really is going to get me that, then why is it not working for me? Because I am journaling. So then what on earth, Rita, should I be journaling about? And these are just some of the things that I hear on any given day. So I'm sharing with you my personal journaling practice. It's a five-part journaling practice. And I'm sharing it because it has grown, doubled, tripled my business. It's the reason I have pulled in incredible people into my world. It's the reason why it feels like opportunities are just landing on my doorstep. But not just any journaling, okay? And it's not that dear diary type of journaling. A sustainable and successful business is built on intention. And so your journaling must be really intentional too if you want results. So just know journaling can support you 
and it can challenge you to do more, to sell more, and to achieve more. And I'm just going to hop into my five-part process and tell you how. But before I hop in, (laughs) one little note, because some people, well, actually, almost everybody asks me this question. How much time does this take? How much time should I be putting in? How much time should I block or allocate to journal? And I'm going to say the time isn't as important as the habit of doing it. So I journal every day, seven days a week. Sometimes, some days, I have more time to devote to journaling. Other days, I have a shorter amount of time. What is not negotiable for me, what does not change, is that I journal something every day under all five parts of my journaling process that I'm going to take you through. So I may journal paragraphs under each part and take hours, and I may just journal one sentence under each part and take three to five minutes. So the habit, the consistency of doing this is more important than the time that you're doing it. So I hope that you take that into advisement and see this can be done anywhere with any schedule. So again, short, focused episodes. We're just going to get to it. Part one. Part one of my five-part process is to journal about my day as if it has already happened. So not the dear diary, not the dear diary. Today was a really bad day because Todd didn't ask me to the dance. (laughs) I'm totally channeling Sweet Valley High here, guys. Um, If that dates me or ages me at all, I don't care. But you know what I mean? It's not writing about your day at the end of the day. That can have value. But again, we're trying to journal for profit. So I write about my day as if it's already happened before it's happened. But I don't just write what happened. So it's not like, today was a great day. I signed three clients. I took a walk. I called my friend and I got to bed early, right? It's not like that. Instead, it's today was a great day, right? I signed three clients. And the reason that I signed the three clients is because, right, one sales call came from X, Y, and Z. And so when we got on the phone, I won two and three, right? The second client came because of blah, blah, blah. And so I did this thing. And the third client was referred to me. And the reason that they were referred to me is because I really nurture that connection. And they were so excited that, obviously, I'm just trying to make all of this up on the fly as I talk to you. But you get the idea. And I took a walk today because I blocked my lunch hour in my calendar. And I honored my time block. And here's the direction I took and here's here's the time that it took me or I don't know. You get my idea. You're writing what happened and then you're writing how it all came to be. So hopefully what you can see is by adding on that piece, you are now highlighting action. You are highlighting your priority for the day. Whatever is going to pour out of you when you write about your day as if it's already happened before anything has happened, it's showing you what you want your priorities to be for the day. And then when you're writing about how you achieve the priorities, it is giving you the roadmap. It is laying out the actions for you to go and achieve these priorities. And it's the action that turns the journaling into profit. So you're doing a little bit of manifestation by putting out into the universe what you want to be true. And you're also identifying your priority and helping plan your day. Now, here's the thing about this. What you write may not come true on that very day. My husband (laughs) calls my journal my magic book. 
<laughs> he's always like, hey, could you go write down in your magic book, especially that part, like, here's what happened today, um, because it ultimately does come true. But you have to be detached from when and how it comes true. What I mean by that is just journal and let it go. Don't go back and go, oh, see, that didn't happen today and that didn't happen today. Instead, every month or so, just flip through your journal and you are going to, and then every year and then every couple of years, you are going to be so impressed. And so just, it's an exciting thing every time when you flip through and go, wow, look at how much has really come to pass, right? Look at how much has really happened. So be detached from when it happens, but write it all down and capture the details and use that as your roadmap for the day. If you do nothing but this every single day for 365 days, this can be a business and a life changer. So part one, Journal about your day as if it's already happened in extreme detail, saying what happened, but how all of that came to happen, okay? In fact, I'm going to share something from, I just picked up an old journal, and the date that I'm looking at is March 24th, 2017. So I'm going to give you a little example from an old journal entry. So I started by saying, today, something amazingly awesome and unexpected happened. I used to start every journal entry like that because I wanted that to be true and it usually was. Um, let's see. This was such a productive and connected Friday. I signed a new client for something I love to coach on and I'm grateful that this came my way. She is an ideal client. She understands my value. She's ready to take action and she's open to change. She wants to start right away in April and she paid immediately to hold that private coaching spot. I set two more strategy sessions, and these strategy sessions were a result of speaking at um, Women in Marketing with women eager and ready to invest in me and their mentorship and personal and professional growth. Here's the thing, guys. I had not yet spoken at Women in Marketing, but guess what I did end up speaking at? Women in Marketing, <laughs> because after I wrote that down, I contacted that organization and said, I would like to speak at Women in Marketing, please, right? So you see what I'm saying? Write about your day as if it's already happened. Okay, part two of my journaling is fun for some people and not for others. Depends on which route you go. This is the free form section of journaling. I'm a big believer in just letting things out because when we really listen to ourselves, we will find answers, solutions, content, things to share with many people, with ourselves, with our family. So how I do this part is I sit in silence for about five minutes. No distractions, no technology, nothing but me and silence. And I let whatever is bubbling up, bubble up. And then for about, I don't know, five minutes or so, I just let it all out. It can be good. It could be bad. It could be a venting session like uh, like the other day. The other day I had a venting session in my free form. It, it went something along the lines of, I, well, I had seen a coach that uses like hard sales tactics and, you know, old school 80s sales stuff, <laughs> like sales terms I don't like, like shoving all your prospects into a funnel, you know, things like that. And I guess I was really irritated that day because <laughs> whenever that came up, I started saying, oh, I hate these phrases and I hate these things because I really believe this and I believe in relationships and I believe that sales is service and here's what I think. And by the end of it, I identified a couple of different pieces of content. I was like, I need to share this with my audience. I need to share this. Now, 
I don't always share everything that I put in the venting, but the idea is there's always something there, a lesson, an action, a piece of content, something to take to your clients, something to use in some way. Now, like I said, it can also be good, right? It doesn't have to be venting. It doesn't have to be negative. It can be whatever is coming up for you. Unfiltered, just write about it. Let it out. Now, if you don't want to go that route or you feel like I'm sitting here, I sat in silence, Rita, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing to write about. Then pick a journaling prompt. In my journal, I have like 20 to 30 journaling prompts that are taped at the front of my journal. And what I do is I close my eyes. And all of you know I'm religious, so I pray to God. But for you, it could be the universe or source energy or a higher power. But I pray and I say, God, help me pick the right journaling prompt, the one that will show me what I need to see and help me clearly see it. And I close my eyes and I just kind of circle my hand in the air. And then I put my thumb down or my finger down and I point and whatever journaling prompt it lands on, that's my journaling prompt for the day. And I can't, I mean, seriously, guys, you know me and the woo, but time and time and time and time again, it is the journaling prompt that I need to be listening to or reading. So back to that same day where I shared the example uh, before for part one. In part two that day, it looks like I did a journaling prompt. And the journaling prompt was, what have I been running away or hiding from and why? And what do I need to do about it? And oh my goodness, guys, on this day, <laughs> on this day, March 24th, 2017, my answer to that was I've been running away from promoting. I've been running away from promoting my mastermind and from promoting my group coaching program and from promoting my first high achievers club. These are all programs that have extreme value and are highly affordable and will change lives, but I don't want to be known as the coach who's salesy. So this has me a bit hesitant to promote, right? Like I was having these thoughts back then. This was what, about a year after I had started my business? And so I kept writing about that. And then I ended up saying at some point in this free form, I need to stop worrying about being annoying I need to let my community know about every opportunity that is available to them. I need to provide extreme value with everything that I put out there. I need to get visible so I can reach people who are ready for and who need this. And I went on and on, right? So you can see how this can turn into action. It can turn into content. It can turn into so much, even using a journaling prompt. But it is definitely like, Obviously, I was not doing what I needed to do, and God knew it and had me point to the journaling prompt that I needed to use. So part two, you can either just freeform with whatever bubbles up inside of you. Sit in silence for five minutes, let it all out, good or bad, and just let it, unfiltered, let it come out all over the paper, right? Or you can pick a journal prompt and you can do what I do. Close your eyes, pick one, trust that that's the one that you were meant to journal on. And after you're done, look at it and ask yourself, how can I use what I just wrote, whether it came from the heart or it came from the journal prompt and the heart, ask yourself, how can I use this to help myself? How can I use this to help my community? How can I use this to help my clients? How can I use this to help others? Why is this coming up for me? How am I supposed to use this? All right, part three, part three of my journaling, my five-part journaling process are affirmations. Who doesn't love a good affirmation? 
every now and then these are around a particular theme. Maybe I theme them. Maybe they're about money or they're about time or they're about clients. or they're, And other times they're just whatever bubbles up inside of me. So these can be the I am statements and they can also be other just positive statements and beliefs that I want to be true and I'm speaking them into existence. So to give you an example, On this day, the same day that I'm using to give you examples, it was a lot of I am statements. I am peaceful. I am grateful. I am a money magnet. But here's the difference here, guys. Here's the difference. I add in parts to this that somebody else, nobody else to my knowledge does. I'm sure some people do. But anyway, I add something in a second step. Because remember, this is journaling for profit. So knowing that I'm peaceful, knowing that I'm grateful, Knowing that I'm a money magnet, that's all nice, but for me to really put this into action, because remember, it's the action that makes the profit, right? I need to add a second step. So it's not just, I am peaceful, I am grateful, I am a money magnet. It's, I am peaceful because, I am grateful because, I am a money magnet because, right? So it's, I am peaceful because I disconnect from technology first thing in the morning. I am grateful because I have a roof over my head and I make sure to honor that every day. I am a money magnet because I have a money ritual and I improve my relationship with money daily. Do you see how adding just that second half because start showing you actions, actions you need to take or actions you need to be incorporating in, new thought processes, new things that you need to work on. So I'm going to give one or two more examples. Um, I am healthy because I eat nutritious food that tastes amazing and I move for 30 minutes every day. I attract ideal clients who recognize my value because I am clear about who my ideal clients are and I share it at every opportunity. So you see what I'm saying here, guys? You can write down anything. Time is abundant. I am a money magnet. Uh, People love working with me, but add the because. People love working with me because I make them feel excited and inspired and I produce results, right? So add that piece in and then look at it and say, what actions do I need to take? because of what I've written here. And how can I take those actions? How can I incorporate them in? How can I then make these thoughts into actual things? Part four of my five-part journaling process, I love, and my clients start to love it. But I will be honest that so many people hesitate to incorporate this in, but I think it's one of the most powerful parts of the five-part journaling process. This part has to do with money looking at your money, writing about your money, talking about your money. So here are all the different ways that that can happen. You can look at your actual accounts. You can write down and say, here is how much money I've made so far this year. Here is how much money I've made this month. Here is how much money I've made in this past week. Here is how much money I want to make. Here is what my goal is for the year. Here is what my differential is. Here is what that means for how much money I want to make this week, this month, the rest of the year. You can even write down, here are all my expenses. Here is how much I want to shave off of my expenses. Here is what I want my profit to be. Here is what I want my income to be. Here is what it is now. Here is my plan to get to where I want it to be. So the actual things about money, because looking at your money every day as a CEO of a business is so important. 
But you can also, if you just don't want to look at your money for a day or if it feels like that gets a little burdensome or maybe you just did it and you're looking for something new, another way that you can do this is to write affirmations around money. So again, make sure you add that second piece of because, but I am a money magnet because. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly because. There is always an abundance of money because. I am excellent at spending money because. Money loves me because. People are excited to give me money because, right? So whatever those stories or beliefs that you want to have or to be true about money, whatever they are, Write them here, add on the because, and show yourself some action, right, that you can take to get to these things, to make them a reality. Now, the third way that you can write about money in this fourth part of the journaling process is to write about your relationship with money. This can be extremely powerful. I want you to, if you're going to do this, think about money as if it was a person, But also think about money as if it was your romantic partner person, okay? So if this was your forever life partner, your romantic partner, if if money was it, what would you say? What would you say about how money treats you? So a lot of my clients will say things like, well, you know, money comes in and it showers me and we have a really good time and we do all these fun things, but then it leaves. And I have no idea when money is ever going to come in again. And I just sit there and I wait for it and I'm nervous about it. And I just don't know when it's going to show up again. Well, if that was your partner, if that was your romantic partner, and that's what money did, would you tolerate that? Right? This is the date coach side of me, guys. <laughs> would you tolerate that? The answer is no. Right? So why are you tolerating it from money? So you can write about Money is if it's a person and how money treats you and what money is doing to you and how money is showing up for you. But then you have to do the other side because a relationship has two people, right? You have to write about money and how you treat it as if it's your romantic partner. Do you answer the door for money when it knocks? A lot of people are like, wow, money's knocking on my door and I don't answer because they're not doing follow-up. They're not following up with people asking about their products or their services, or they'll say, you know, I love money during the fun times, but when things get really serious, I kind of ignore money. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to talk to it. And I'm like, well, if that was a romantic partner, do you really think they'd stick around if you never wanted to talk about the serious stuff, if you never really wanted to to listen and hear their problems? <laughs> They're like, no, probably not, right? And I'm like, so why are you expecting money to stick around? Or, you know, people will say, well, I don't really nurture money. I don't provide for it. I don't protect it. I don't help it grow. And I'm like, okay. So again, why do you think money's going to stick around? Because if that was a romantic partner, eventually they'd probably be out, right? So writing about money as if it was a person, but writing about money as if it was your romantic partner person can be really powerful. But the point is, at part four of the journaling, think about your money, write about your money, call money in, improve your money mindset, improve your relationship with money. Think about, talk about, write about money every single day. And then we move to the final part of my five-part journaling process, and this is gratitude. But Again, not just any gratitude. I add other things onto this to make it actionable. So I could very easily say, I'm grateful for my shower. and I'm grateful for the fact that I have this podcast and I'm grateful for the sunrise. But the powerful part is to connect yourself to the thing that you're grateful for. So this is what I mean. 
I could let me use the sunrise because everybody knows or if you don't know me, I'm a sunrise gal. I'm a sunrise baby. My Instagram stories, my Facebook stories have a picture of that day's sunrise, almost like clockwork, almost every single day. So I could easily say I'm grateful for the sunrise. But it's so much more powerful when I say I'm grateful for the sunrise and I'm grateful that I get up every morning to watch it. Or I'm grateful for my clients and I'm really grateful that I cultivate deep relationships with them by checking in on them and sending them cards and acknowledging their wins. Or I am grateful for the water I drink and I am grateful that I work hard to be able to pay the bills to afford clean water. Or I am grateful for my marriage and I'm grateful that I work on it every single day and prioritize it. Again, by adding that second half, it starts showing you actions, things about yourself that are creating the results that you like or that you want. What are you doing to get these things that are already happening? But also it shows you actions that you can take to get the results that you want. It's like, oh, that's right. When I do this thing, this other thing happens. Now, in addition to writing out gratitudes for things that I have, right? It's important to also do this for things that you have that you would normally deem negative. So here's what I mean. It's really easy, again, to say I'm grateful for water and I'm grateful for the roof over my head and I'm grateful for this microphone and I'm grateful for all of you, my listeners, and I'm grateful for, you know, my husband and I'm grateful for the vacation I took and I'm grateful, right? That's that's all great. It's a lot harder to be grateful and to show gratitude for things that you would normally deem to be negative. I'm really grateful that that prospective client said no. I am grateful that I had that difficult conversation with my client. I am grateful that I was late to the meeting because of the flat tire, right? It's like, it's very hard to be grateful for things that we deem to be negative. But when you practice gratitude, that's exactly what it means to be grateful for everything in your life. So that when you add that second half of the because, this part becomes a little easier. I am so grateful that I was late to that meeting by two hours because of my flat tire, right? Because I now have a brand new safe tire on my car and an extra spare in the trunk so that the next important meeting I'm at, I can be on time. Or because I learned the importance of buffering extra time to leave before a meeting. Or I'm so grateful that the client, the prospective client said no to working with me because she wasn't the right fit. She didn't feel connected to me. So her results were not going to be that powerful. And that would ultimately end up hurting me because she would not recommend me. And now I have space for the right client to land, right? It's very hard to do this, but if you can stretch this muscle and show gratitude for the things that you would normally need deem to be negative, it can change your entire life because you're starting again to see new mindsets, new ways of thinking about these things, which makes you more resilient, right? Which develops that thing that you hear about grit and determination and perseverance and all of that, right? The third part of gratitude is to 
Be grateful for things that have not yet happened. These are future gratitudes. Call them in. Manifest them. I am grateful that I close out the year 2020 generating X dollars of revenue. I am grateful that I signed three clients by the end of October. I am grateful for the kiss that I got from my husband tonight, although it's not tonight yet and I haven't gotten the kiss, right? Chuck, if you're listening to this. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, Add in some of the things that you want to be true and treat them as if it's already there. Be grateful for them now. So when it comes to manifestation and when it comes to some of the woo concepts, it's important to know that until you're grateful for everything you have and you're focused on what you have and not focused on what you don't have, so you're feeling full gratitude for everything right now. That's when you will pull more in. When you are not in gratitude for everything, the good, and again, what we may deem the negative, that's when you're going to have a block into pulling more into your life or to your business. It's so easy for us to get focused on what we don't have. So again, I didn't get that client. That person didn't sign up. That sales call didn't happen. Five people didn't join my Facebook group today or whatever, right? I didn't make any sales of this product today. But if you find gratitude for it, it's focusing you on what you have, right? Like, this program didn't make any sales today, and I'm so grateful for that because now I've brainstormed a brand new way to do some marketing that I'm going to try tomorrow, and it'll uh, help me talk about this program in more confidence, right? So now you're looking at what you have from that experience. So having that kind of gratitude is really, truly what helps you manifest more. So the final piece and the reason that I end on gratitude is because going into the day in a state of gratitude is powerful. Talk about framing your day. It doesn't matter how your night ended last night. It just doesn't matter. I mean, let's be honest. Every now and then it can matter. Okay, I'm not saying that I do this and I end on gratitude and Rita just goes happily into every day. I mean, I'm a person. I'm not a robot, right? But you know what I mean. So when you end the the journaling process in gratitude and that's how you enter your day, Boy, is it powerful because you have just now framed the experience that you want to have. It puts you in the driver's seat of that. That is so empowering. So again, right, five steps, a five-part journaling process that can turn your journaling into profit. Part one, write about your day as if it's already happened, but write about it in detail. So what will happen that day, but write about it as if it already happened, and talk about the what and how. What happened and how did that all come to be true? Part two is the free form part. Let out whatever is in your mind and on your heart or use a journal prompt and trust that that was the prompt that you needed to write about. And then ask yourself, what does that mean for actions you need to take? How can this help you? How can this help someone else? How can this help your community? And so then what do you need to do with it? Part three are your affirmations, but with that extra piece that turns affirmations into actions. I am a money magnet because I'm a money magnet because I journal about my money every day. Or I am peaceful because I disconnect from technology first thing in the morning. Then the next part is that money part. Look at your money, write about your money, pay attention to your money, spend time with your money, improve your mindset around your money, improve your relationship. However you want to spend this time, 
It's non-negotiable to write about your money in some way every day. And then the fifth and final part are the gratitudes. Again, adding in that second part about what you've done to be connected to the thing you're grateful for. I'm grateful for sunrises, and I'm grateful that I get up at 5 a.m. to watch them. I am grateful for my marriage, and I am grateful that I take time and prioritize time with my husband every day or whatever it is, right? And then when you write that, what does that mean? Do you need to take those actions? Do you need to take more of those actions? Can you take those actions in another area of your life to produce the same results? Really sit and ask yourself what you can do with it. So hopefully you can see, guys, how you can take journaling and make it powerful. It's a mindset booster, yes, but by turning it into actions, tangible, actionable items, you're going to be able to make that more powerful. You're identifying priorities, you're setting actions to achieve them, you're creating new mindsets, and you're identifying actions to back it up. You are coming up with sales plans and money plans. You are coming up with how you can share with other people or impact other people. You have now taken journaling that could be powerful just by making you feel good and tripled the power by making it actionable. And that is how you journal for profit. So I would love to hear how this went for you. If you have questions about any of these areas, email me. Email me at feedback at RitaMadeMeDoIt.com and let me know. Let me know any questions you have. Also, if you do this, let me know how it made you feel. Let me know what results come up for you. I would love to hear. In fact, the more feedback I get, the more I will know how well these new Break It Down with Rita episodes are doing. So email me. Let me know what results. How do you feel? Do you like this journaling routine? Do you feel like it really is helping you generate a profit? What's going well? What's not? Share all of it. Who knows? You might even be featured on an upcoming episode of the Rita Mimi Do It show. Also feel free to email me and let me know what you'd like me to break down in another future Break It Down episode. Um, And finally, I am having a free five-part live stream series that starts on September 14th in my Facebook community, The All in Entrepreneur. You do need to be registered because if you're registered, you can win all the fun prizes and you can get the little worksheets and workbooks that go with each part. But in the free five-part live stream series, I'm going to be reviewing the five most important things that I do in my business. I'm going to be breaking them down just like this so you can turn these things into action immediately. I want you to have the information. I want to keep it simple and actionable so that you can do it and you can get results. So join me on September 14th for my free five-part live stream series, the five most important things I do in my business and how you can put them into action immediately. The link is in the show notes. You can also hop over into my Facebook community, The All-In Entrepreneur, find the link for it, click and register, and I can't wait to talk with you every single day next week and share those five most important things. And join me next week for another new episode of The Rita Mimi Do It Show. Take care, everyone. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Me Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, 
every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamimidoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.